hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio. And (laughs) I'm sorry. We have a a very famous local restaurateur and chef that specializes in redfish, but um, he doesn't, he pretends he doesn't know anything about fishing, so he doesn't want to go on the air. But we're going to have Grizz coming on with us in just a couple of minutes. And today we're also going to have Tashambi Moore from Navionics. If you're interested in finding out, last week we talked about fish attractants. Um, And that was a great show. I loved it. And, you know, there is a difference. And some of them really work. So we talked about scent. Oh, there's Grizz now. And uh, uh, this week we're going to be kind of continuing along the line a little bit. But we're going to be using uh, electronics to find the fish so that we know where they are so we can put the right bait in the water. Anyway, we have we have Grizz on the line with us right now. Grizz, uh, from the beautiful city of peace, La Paz, Baja, California, sir. Uh, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you, John. It's always great to be there. Sorry I haven't been around for a while, but somebody's got to get out there and fish. Grizz, I'll tell you what. Um, I want to be like you when I grow up. I mean, that's that's all you do. Yeah, you, you well, get... John, let me tell you, there's a little secret to that. Yeah? If you want to be like me when you grow up, don't ever grow up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we've only got about a minute, but I know you've been busy, but mostly what you've been doing is, is out fishing, taking people fishing, filming radio shows, hanging out with uh, attractive young women, uh, and then talking about fishing. What gets better than that? Uh, getting paid for it, John. Oh, yeah, that's even better. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, go to ASOB Productions online, and you can learn more about what Grizz does. ASOBproductions.com, and you can follow us and see exactly what's going on. Okay, we're going to be right back, Grizz. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with Fish Talk Radio. on the magnificent Sea of Cortez. The Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have on the line with us a couple of experts. First of all, we've got the Grizz, who not only he is a, uh, a famous television personality, radio host, uh, charter angler, but the Grizz knows pretty much anything about everything, and we're going to find out a little bit more about that. But we also have Tashambi, Tashambi Moore from, on, on the line with this from Navionics, and he represents a company that's got some unique electronic equipment that we'd like to have Tashambi tell us about. Tashambi, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thanks, John. I appreciate you having me on. Okay. What is Navionics? Well, Mavionics is a company, we, do, we collect data. So we have uh, charting data for um, whether it's salt water, fresh water. Um, we have charting all over the world. When you say charting data, the, you know, does that mean you, you, know, you know where land is, or what, what does that mean? So it's really just it's, it's uh, bathymetric data that shows you what's going on in the uh, water. I'm sorry, what, so was that big, what was that big word you used? Bathymetrics. Okay. So our cartographer will tell you everything that's going on underneath the water. Okay. It'll tell you how deep the water is. It'll tell you where the buoys are. Um, it'll, you know, it tells you about structure. So, and that's what a lot of people like Grizz look for um, to catch the big fish that they catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we've got Grizz on the line, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, we're going to maybe ask you. You might want to ask Tashambi some questions. But uh, let's go ahead and let him continue a little bit about Navionics. And if you mind, if you wouldn't mind, Tashambi, can you dumb it down a little bit? <laughs> you know? Sure. Okay. Sure. So so we um, our product, um, we program on micro SD or compact flash, and they actually plug into GPS chart plotters. So G- GPS chart plotter is just like the car navigation that that, that you have. Uh-huh. Those all have maps in it. We do maps for the water instead of maps for the roads. So um, again, just like you would see on a GPS chart a GPS unit in your car, we do the same thing for the water, and that's one of our slogans. We Navionics starts where the road ends. So do you have a girl? So, you have a girl uh, that tells you where to make a turn and how far to go. Well, we we we're, we don't get that sophisticated yet, um, uh, but the, a lot of the chart plotters out there do have auto routing. Um, I don't know if they've gotten to the point where there's somebody actually telling you where to go, but they definitely will sh- will show you the path. Mm-hmm. So even on our mobile app, John, we have auto routing. That will him, but you're you not talking go. about a girl telling you where to go. I have them all the time. <laughs> Okay. I don't need bionics. I don't need anything. I've always got girls telling me where to go. <laughs> uh, We're on the water now, Grizz, and you don't allow women on your boats. Uh, it's on the water, on the land, in the airplane. <laughs> Everywhere, John, they tell me where to go. <laughs> well, the uh, Tashambi, give us an idea of the coverage that you have. Now, Grizz uh, resides in the beautiful city of Peace, La Paz, Baja, California, mm-hmm. sir. Yep. Uh, what kind of data do you have for his area? You know, what's interesting, for, for many, many years, the data that we had down in Mexico was, was pretty outdated, and I'm sure Grizz can talk to that pretty proficiently. But uh, in, in about five or six, seven years ago, we got some new data 
uh, for down there, and that maps are actually very, very good down in the in, uh, in Mexico now, and um, and they they're going to continue to evolve because we, uh, as Grizz knows, we have this process called sonar charts, which allows us to collect sonar log data from you know our installed base of users, and we can create brand new maps for that. So the maps will actually continue to get better and better as we get more and more data. Um, uh, uploaded into our system from our customers. Well, Tashami, can you explain the process a little bit more about, I mean, what is the equipment itself? How do you use it? What does it look like? Sure. Um, well, ours, we just do the software. So, like I said, we program on Compact Flash and Secure Digital, and they plug into, um, you know, uh, many different manufacturers' products like Ray Marine, Lowrance, Hummingbird, Simrad. Um, so there's a number of different chart plotters that we plug into. And as soon as you oh. plug the card in, so, you oh, see I the can. data that comes up on the screen. So it's a, you say it's a card. Uh, like, yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah. So um, if you're familiar with, uh, you know, the little cards that go to cameras. Like a SIM card? Or a micro disc or something? Yeah. Yeah, a little SD card. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that we program our data on, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, on an SD card. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we've, we've put it on micro SD cards now with, uh, with an SD adapter. So uh, a lot of the chart plotters now um, are taking the micro SD cards, which are the smaller cards that go inside. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we do program our data on a card that, mm-hmm. that makes it accessible for... Just about anybody that has a, you know, has a GPS truck. So it would be probably working that. Unit. So you would would like would be like an app then that you plug in. No, actually, it's just it's a it's a card that has a bunch of data on it. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. having said that, Don, we do have an app that you can buy from iTunes or from the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. uh, and it will give you the same data on the app that you can get by plugging a card into your GPS chart plotter. And you would put this on your smartphone? Yeah, absolutely. You put it on your smartphone, on your tablet, on your Android phone, um, iPad, any of those devices um, will, uh, we have uh, products. So we have what, what if, if I understand correctly then, you could have an iPad, um, Hopefully waterproof. <laughs> I don't know if they make those, but on your boat. And well, with, what you do, John? Let me interrupt you right there. With what he's got is a great thing because I want to tell you why. First of all, you don't have to worry about things getting stolen. Second of all, your iPod actually becomes two instruments now. It becomes something that you can sit out there and do your emails while you're out there fishing, check those, and you can turn around and look at the bottom of the structure and see what's happening. Then you don't have to worry about iPods being destroyed. There are tons of protection, like slips you put them in, little boxes you put them in, I mean, cases that you put them in. I take my iPod everywhere I go, and it's waterproof. I can throw it in the ocean, and it doesn't have a problem. So that being afraid of doing that, there's no reason. And to imagine this, John, you're going out there, you're going fishing, you don't have to put a big screen up. If you want a little screen, you have a phone. If you want a bigger screen, you have a mini iPod. If you want a big screen, you get a regular iPod, and you set it on the desk of your boat, and you're actually seeing the bottom. You get done, you unplug it, put it in your truck, and go home, and don't worry about it. Well, you know what I'm thinking is to buy... Isn't that a hell of a commercial, John? <laughs> yes. Uh, coming from an expert, uh, that, that's to Shamba, you owe us a ton. But anyway, the, the, the a, a, a comment that I will make is that to buy, um, you know, a Garmin or a, you know what, you know, uh, Raymarine or in any of the, you know, the the better. Uh, well, for lack of a better term, fish finders, which I think is not is really not what they are, but um, something with the screens large enough as an iPad, you would pay more for that than you would for the iPad, uh, and and you don't need it. You know, all you need it sounds like all you need is to is to get your app and, and put it on. Now, what about is there uh, is there a transducer that you can actually read? Above the floor, as opposed to just the chart plotter. 
Yeah, one of the things that we've just uh, we've really started doing over the last year, year and a half, is we are partnering with a couple of different companies oh, okay. that really takes mm-hmm. your iPhone and your iPad and turns them into a GPS chart yeah. plotter uh, with to, sonar. Tashambe, I'm so sorry that I wasn't watching the clock. We're going to have to go to a break, but if you wouldn't mind hanging on, we're going to see if we can get Mark uh, Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, and maybe he's got some questions for you, and we'll figure out how to use this stuff. So would you, great. would you mind hanging on? Okay. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, Toshambi Moore, and The Grizz. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Big old trout, Big old just as trout. cool as the evening shade. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and yeah, we, we we got people from all over the world on the line right now. We got the Grizz that's uh, in his home office in uh, the city of La Paz, and we have Tashambe Moore from Navionics. And I'm not even sure where he is, but I think he's on the road. And in addition to that, now we have Mark Lassane, editor, publisher, um, copywriter. Um, uh, janitor. Yeah, the good. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> At com. So what we want to do, Mark, if you wouldn't mind, we've got Tashambi on the line, which is, he is uh, he's a technician. 
and we tried to get him to kind of dumb it down a little bit so we can understand. He did a pretty good job of that, but we're talking about the products that he has for charting the bottoms of the ocean and finding structure. So what we'd like to do is see if we can help some people out that how to use that information to catch fish. So would you mind taking up on that? Well, I think Shambi's the he's the expert at it. I'm just the fisherman. So, you know, Navionics has a has a great platform. They really show the contour lines and all that. So, you know, that's usually the tool that you use to um, figure out where to go. You know, you figure out if you, uh, you know, bass fishing is their structure-oriented fish. So you're going to go look for a piece of structure. And then when you get there, um, you know, use your Navionics, you're going to see where it is. And then when you get there, you're going to use your depth finder, your graph, or, uh, you know, sonar, whatever you want to call it, to be able to locate those fish on that piece of structure. Because no matter how good Navionics is, it can't give you a live picture of the bottom, which uh, a sonar can. So you're going to use that. You're going to find the drop-offs, the points, the humps, the offshore structure. Um, and then you're going to use your depth finder to see what what is actually down there. Um, if there's a tree down there or... Uh, you know, so a rock pile or, or what what have you, then you'll also be able to tell if you have fish on there. You'll see a, a fish will look like any number of things. If you go over it perfectly with your depth finder, it'll look like an arc. Sometimes it'll look like just a little line. Sometimes it'll look like a little smudge right above the bottom. So that's, uh, you know, that, that's kind of it uh, in a nutshell. Okay. Well, Tashami, can you kind of comment on, on how you can help do that? Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and Mark is absolutely right. Uh, you know, bass are, are, are creatures of structure. And that's one of the things that the Navionics chart actually helps you do is find the structure that will hold those bass um, so that guys like Mark can go out there and catch them. So when you're... Um, and Mark, there's been another, there's been a little development that you might not be aware of, and that is we can now have live sonar on on you know with navionics because when you connect that to uh for instance a vexilar unit it will give you live a live sonar feed right on your on the navionics app so uh, okay it, it's nice. possible nice. to do that now and i believe that you you can either do that by a transducer on the boat or you actually you still have one that's uh um it's remote that's castable that uh, is wireless connected to your uh, your smartphone or your uh, iPod? Yeah, the the, 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 the Vexilar unit that we work with is the SP200, which is a permanent mount. It has a transducer that you connect to the boat, and then it wirelessly connects to the your smart device. So whether it's an iPad or an iPhone, it'll connect to that. And as soon as you connect in that Vexilar network, um, you have 2D sonar that pops up right up on your screen right over the top of the map. Uh, so it's uh, it's actually really really fantastic and and uh, it's something that 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 it's really taking off right now with our mobile product. Cool. Well, if we could wouldn't mind, I'd like to go back to Mark and possibly Grizz uh, sure. because looking at a screen. Well, first of all, in my opinion, if you've got a screen that has icons of fish on it. Forget it. <laughs> Those aren't fish. That's, you know, that's the uh, that's really really dumbing down. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the, you know, the depth finder companies do the best they can to make that piece on the bottom that's sitting above the bottom. Um, they do the best to identify a fish, but really, it's, it's, if you get rid of those fish icons, it's, you know, it's the best. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the units nowadays are so advanced. I run Garmin's on my boat, and they have chirp technology. Also, there's there's also what you call side scan and down scan, which Whoa. is, you know, down scan and side scan is kind of like a radar image, you know, or like... Uh, sonar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like an X-ray, like an X-ray image, you know, when... Uh, when uh, uh, sonar is like an ultra scan. So if you're looking at a baby, you know, like ultrasound versus, uh, you know, a, a, a X-ray. So they're kind of a different image. Um, so it's really nice when you have both because you can kind of verify if there's mm -hmm. a fish on the down scan or side scan. It'll look like it'll look like a little dot and, you know, sometimes well, on, the, Mar on the... Mark and, uh, and Grizz and Tashambe... Can you give us some tips on on when you look at a screen, what it is that you see and how to interpret it? I think Mark had mentioned earlier that uh, you know if you're not if you got that icon stupid thing turned off, 
uh, a fish will kind of look like a half moon or a little arc. Um, and then you've got different, you know, color uh, degradations. So if you could, uh, if anybody can kind of jump in and give us a tip on looking at the screen, how do you interpret that? Well, if you look at the bottom, if you look at the bottom of your screen, there's a line. You used to call, used to call it a gray line at the bottom. And the thicker that line is, the harder the bottom. So if you have a real thick line or if you have a real solid color and on the color units, now it could be any color because you can change those colors. Um, you know, a lot of them are set up for yellow and red. And, you know, like the red will be a harder bottom. But you'll see it'll be a brighter color, a solid color. though. So that'll be more of a harder bottom like a rock. Uh, type area, and then the smaller it is, it'll be a softer bottom like a silt or or mm-hmm. um, sand or something like that. So when you're looking for bass, you generally want a harder bottom. So you're looking for that harder structure. And then you're also looking for breaks, you know, right. drop-offs and mm-hmm. things like that. When you're looking for drops off, drop-offs at drop-offs, um, you want to see little specks around them, little lines, you know. So that what, means what do those mean? There. What, what do those mean? Specs, well, when you lines. generally when you see something up above the bottom that is not connected to anything, it's a fish. So if you have a if you happen to have a unit that has down scan and and uh, traditional sonar, you know you can look and you can see it on the sonar. And then when you look at it on the down scan, it looks kind of like a little white line. You know, kind of like somebody just made a little teeny white line on your screen. And then it really it'll help you identify. Oh, that's a fish. You know, so now you know that's a fish. Um, you know, and then you base the species of fish on what kind of structure it's it's set up on. Sounds like and electronics could, is moving too fast. <laughs> the fish don't and, have a chance. And John, if I could if I could add to that a little Go bit, ahead. Mark was talking about drop-offs, and a lot of times people have uh, you know struggle a bit uh, identifying what they're actually looking at and. Um, when Mark is talking about a drop-off, you'll actually notice those drop-offs, which is the tighter the lines, the contour lines that you see, the steeper the drop-off. So, um, and so when Mark is talking about the drop-offs, when you see those tight lines, that's identifying drop-offs, and, and those are actually uh, structures that that bass fishermen like Mark look mm-hmm. for uh, when they're hunting for bass out there. Well, would it be, I, I think most people know that when you're, fishing or hunting and Grizz I'm sure will agree is that you're always you always want to go to the edge whether it's the edge of the current break the edge of the you know the temperature break or uh, the edge of the contour so exactly. using using that and you know where the drop off is you just kind of fish that edge is that correct That's correct you know and and I I've noticed something from saltwater fishing is that even if that edge, there'll be an edge. Like if you're, you know, you're fishing a point on a lake, you know, it may be fishing 10 to 20 feet. You go out in the ocean and it's, you know, from 500 to 3,000 feet. Those fish may not be in that 500 feet. They may be up in 30 feet, but they still relate to those same type of areas. So I thought, I found that interesting when I, you know, we go out and troll for salmon or tuna or or whatever, you know, whatever we're out fishing for. Well, I think in the next segment, we're going to let Grizz talk a little bit more about how to use them in, in uh, uh, salt water. But if we, we've only got a, a couple of minutes left with you for fresh water, so is there tips that, that you can give us on using electronics, you know, hopefully Navionics or uh, Vexilar, but uh, about using electronics to help you find a fish and catch more fish? You know, I would go out and meter over point, over point. You know, points is the, generally the easiest place to find fish. You go out and meter over some points, you know, say from 5 to 50 feet, and you look and see how deep the bait is. Once you find the bait, you fish about right below that. Say you're seeing the bait in 15 feet. So now you want to target that 15 to 20-foot range or, mm. you know, even 10 to 20-foot range. You know, so that'll help you catch a few more fish. If you just find the bait, generally you find the bass. Especially, uh, quick you know, quick question for you, Mark. Uh, when, when the fish is after the bait, do they, come from, do they come from the side, the top, or the bottom to attack it? They come from wherever they want to. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, generally when you see them on the meter, they're down below, um, you know, or thrashing through it. But, you know, I've seen fish suspend up in five feet, and they'll go down to get bait. But, you know, generally, it's, they'll come from the bottom up. Okay, yeah, that was that was my question. And so that's why you said you want to find a bait and just go right below them. Right. Cool. And that uh, that's a that's a great tip, Mark. And and a lot of the the new equipment, like if you look at the Lawrence equipment, 
Um, and even on our Navionics app uh, for the smartphone, it allows you to target specific ranges of water. So, for instance, on the Lawrence unit, you can say, I want to target water between, you know, between 15 and, and 10 feet, and it's going to paint mm-hmm. That water in white right. in that depth of range. So okay. that's a fantastic feature. Great. Well, we're going to have to go to a break, but before we do, Mark, uh, can we get a couple of words from you on how to get in touch with you and get more inf- more information on Bass? Uh, uh, was it BassAnglerMag.com? Is that it's, what you're right? It's bass, BassMag.com. You bass know what? And we're headed to ICAST here in another month, and you know, we're going to do some videos. I'll probably go over to Chambi's booth and do a video on the cool. on the on all the new stuff. So there'll be a lot of stuff coming up, a lot okay. of cool things, and uh, BassMag.com. Okay, we appreciate that very much. Thank you, Mark, and uh, we'll let you get back to what you're doing. You are listening uh, to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be back with you shortly. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a-fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. I'm going fishing, hand me my trusty pole. I'm going fishing down in my favorite fishing hole. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have the world famous, internationally known Grizz from uh, ASOBproductions.com. Now, I don't want you to give the wrong impression. ASOB means Adventures South of the Border. So we don't want to get uh, get you any confused with that. We also have Tashambi Moore from Navionics on the line with us, and we're talking about using electronics 
in aiding us in catching fish. So what I'd like to do is just turn the show over to those two guys, and I'll see if I can learn something. Well, John, the first thing I want to talk about before we talk about electronics. Now, Mark fishes for bass, so therefore he has a pattern. He's a bass fisherman. Now, I fish in the ocean. The first thing that you need to do before you start talking about uh, any kind of fish finders or sonar equipment or anything is study the fish, the species that you intend to fish for. Because it says look for a structure. Okay, look for a rock structure. What are you going to catch on a rock structure? Well, what do you want to fish for? Do you want to fish for grouper? Well, you're going to find them there. Are you want to fish for spotted bay bass? You're not going to find them there. So I think before all of this ideas of all this fancy equipment, you need to go to the basics. What do you want to fish for? If you're looking for halibut, you're looking for drop-offs on sandbars, not rocks. They're not going to be in the rocks. So I think that's the first thing that someone ought to do as a fisherman. Target your fish. Figure out where your fish live. Then once you've got that figured out, then go to your electronics and start looking for the habitat of the fish you want to catch. Because just like we were talking a while ago, oh, there's a fish on the screen. It might be a milkfish. They don't eat hooks. I mean, they don't it have might teeth. be yeah. <laughs> a shark. We don't want to catch a shark. So, I mean, that's the number one mistake I see of these people getting all this fancy electronic equipment, put it on their boat, go running around looking, and they see horseshoes, they see little icons. Oh, there's fish there, there's fish there. Yeah, but is it what you're going to catch, or can you even catch that animal? So I think that's a number one before you talk about anything else. Do a study. If you want to fish for a walleye, study where the walleye lie. If you want to fish for crappie, look for crappie. If you want to fish the ocean, it's going to take you a lot more time because what can you hope to catch for in a lake if you're bass fishing? A 23-pound bass? That's what you can hope for. And that is like a million-dollar fish. But in the ocean, my golly, you don't know if it's a 1,000-pound blue marlin, a black marlin. If it's a yellowtail, it's a hammerhead. You don't know what you can expect. So you've got to do your homework and study your fish. Does anybody agree with me? Chris, that was incredible. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's obvious, but a lot of times people overlook the obvious. It's well, you not know obvious for most you... people. Most people get on a boat with a rod and reel and electronics and just go look at, oh, that looks like a good place to fish, without a concept of what bait they're going to use or what fish actually lives there. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Well, there's all these fish down there. Look, we got a fish here. It might be mullet. Hmm. Uh, it could be uh, milkfish. It uh, could be stingrays. Uh, Tashambe, I know that you do mostly freshwater, but do you have any comments on that? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, and, and, and Grizz, that is some absolutely profound insight about doing your homework. And whether you're talking about fresh or salt water, you still need to do your homework. Because uh, you, if if you if you are in a certain pattern during bass uh, fishing season and you're not aware of what pattern you're on, 
you're still not going to catch a fit. So you always have to do your homework. And, and I think that's where the Navionics chart can come into play. So if you know that you're looking for, you know, like Driz was talking about earlier, if you're looking for group or there's a certain type of structure that you're going to be looking for. So once you've identified what that species of fish is that you're looking for and you know what kind of structure those look for, now you can grab that, that Navionics card. You can look at um, where to find those different types of structures throughout. So you have more than one target to go and, uh, and well, look and, at uh, uh, for that particular species uh, of Tashambe, fish. I have a question for you. As a general sure. rule, the fish that you're trying to catch, they are where the bait is. Uh, can you use that equipment to find the bait? Sure, absolutely. Of I mean, course. Um, yeah, I mean, Grizz will, Grizz will tell you a lot of the, you know, on a lot of the bait fish will get pushed up against, uh, you know, against these these seamounts out there. And uh, and uh, when that happens, they, they get ambushed by a lot of these, these bigger fish. So the charts can absolutely help you find, you know, some of the, um, the humps that are out there in the middle of the ocean. Um, right now, one of the, the newest developments within the literature world is that uh, you can see um, a structure that is over a thousand feet now, where you could not before, and uh, that's going to be huge for the uh, you know for the sport uh, sport fishermen um, who are fishing over a thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Some great structure now that you can see. Wow! Um, well, Grizz, marlin normally travel in deep water, don't they? Uh, well, marlin not in deep, deep water, but marlin are down, and what they do, as most most people don't realize, that boat it's, actually it's attracts fish, yeah. them with those motors, and they're looking up because they silhouette the bait fish on top. If they don't actually bring it up from the bottom and bring it up to the top, but they use a silhouette to see those dark things, and, and you know, that's why we fish oh. on top, but normally they're always under. Now... That can be wrong because you can see fish up in the warmer water because they are cold-blooded. They will sun to pick up their energy and uh, where you actually pitch, uh, pitch out to the marlin. But normally they're down. Well, you know, but, you know, I know swordfish tend to uh, stay real well, deep. Well, that's a whole yeah. different ball game. Yeah. That's on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking 1,000 feet, yeah. Yeah, down in Florida, they're down. We catch them up here once in a while when they come up. But they come up when they're full, and you got to pitch to them when they're getting ready to go back down Good luck. when they're hungry because yeah. it's very rare for them to eat up above. Mm-hmm. Another thing about, uh, I want to change the subject just a little bit about the uh, these electronics things. The electronic thing, if you use it right as an equipment, not looking for fish, this fish finder concept, it should be called a structure or a bottom finder is what it should be instead of a fish finder. If you learn how to use one correctly, it will tell you what kind of hooks to use, which is very important. If you're going to fish a big rock bottom, you want to certainly use a circle hook. Uh, it'll tell you what type of weights to use. Uh, I mean, it'll tell you what kind of jigs to use. If you really study the structure and the fish that you're going for, the electronics and sonars are not fish finders. They actually will teach you how to fish, where to fish, and what to fish with. Does anybody agree with me on that? Absolutely. I'm starting to feel like I'm in church, though. It's so important to understand it. I remember when I was growing up, there was a big hummingbird fish finder with the little icons of fish swimming across. Everybody thought that was the greatest thing in the world. It's a joke. Just because it shows something swimming across doesn't mean it's going to eat your bait. And then you blame the fish finder at that time, your hummingbird. Excuse me, hummingbird. I'm a fan of yours. Don't get mad at me. But I'll use that. And they say that my my a hummingbird fish finder shows a lot of fish, but it must be wrong because I can't catch one. <laughs> well, finding them and catching them are not one and the same, are they? Well, most of the time, you're, like I said, I don't believe they find fish. I believe they find the habit of the fish, and it's your job mm-hmm. to figure out how to catch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
again, these these are all tools and pieces of equipment. But uh, and, and again, if they if they if they're not hungry, they're not biting. But you can entice a fish mm-hmm. to hit. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Most fish are predatory animals. If you get started hitting things in their face, they might not be hungry, but they want it out of there. They don't. They want their zone, especially big fish. Like when you get into groupers and stuff, they'll come out just to get it away from them. Oh, just to kill it and eat it, huh? No, I don't necessarily eat it. Eat it. Well, they just want it away. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Well, because to, uh, many to, bass are the same. To Shambay, this very is this, this yeah, they we, want we, them out of there. Yeah, we've only got less than a minute, but to Shambay, I, you know, I certainly have uh, enjoyed <laughs> uh, Grizz's commentary, and you've been extremely helpful. Let's just some uh, real quick information on how to get in touch with you and or Navionics. Sure. If you want more information about Navionics, go to Navionics.com. Can you spell that? N-A-V-I-O-N-I-C-S dot com. Oh, well, that's simple enough. Okay. But, uh, yeah, some great information. It's 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 amazingly inexpensive, too, for the type of stuff. That's what's so great about electronics. It's getting better and cheaper all the time. But, uh, Tashambi, we really enjoy having you on. And let's see if we can get you down there so you can teach Grizz how to catch some fish. Thanks so much, Rick. Yeah, I need help. <laughs> yeah, I need help. Okay. Grizz, you're, you're always a treat. Anyway, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we really appreciate you tuning in. Go to Fish Talk Radio. Com, and please go to Facebook for Fish Talk Radio. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
I got a little story about a city boy that came from Wisconsin up from Illinois so we can enter. Welcome back Fish to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, we've been talking to Toshamba and Grizz. And Grizz, anybody that listens to the show more than a few times probably know who Grizz is and maybe even what he is. But frequently he gets upset because he thinks that I try and uh, filter and and, <laughs> and monitor what he says. And he's a, kind of a wild and crazy guy. So, you know, I said, Grizz, I'll tell you what, for the next three or four minutes, it's all yours. You can go as, you can go Grizz Grand Wild and talk about anything you want to. So let's see what you got on your mind. Well, John, thanks. I mean, you know, I have my own radio show, as you very well know, and we have what we call the pet peeve time, the block. (laughs) So we're going to start right out with what is Grizz's pet peeve? John, now, you know, you go to Sam's, Costco, and City Club, and all these membership places, and it's got a big Mm -hmm. signs, members only can come in, and everything like that. So you're walking in. Now, you've got to be a member or you can't buy anything. But you go walking in, and here's this little, normally little sh- little fat girls standing <laughs> at the door. May I see your membership, please? The, okay. Why? Grizz, I said you could say anything you want to, so I won't say a word. Go ahead. Well, then don't butt in, John. <laughs> you say, this little short fat girl says, can I see your membership card? <laughs> Why? I've got one. I'm not going to stop here, get it out of my wallet, show it to you, put it back in my wallet, and walk in. How stupid is that? I'm going shopping. I know that if I buy something or try to buy something, I don't have a little card, I can't pay for it. And they can't get that through their head. Then you're in there shopping. And you're pushing your cart around like everybody else. And there's this woman in front of you to decide she wants to look at the bananas. So she stops her cart in the middle of the aisle. You can't get around her. She leaves it there and walks over and starts looking at bananas. Now, what do you do? You do they should put horns on your cart. So you honk, honk, and move the thing. But they don't. So anyway, what do you do? You try to be nice, take their cart, and move it off to the side so you can pass. The woman looks at you like you're stealing her cart. I mean, her eyes get big and she walks over and she looks at you. Lady, I don't care what you bought. I just want to go buy. So, finally you get by. She looks daggers at you. You fill them in the back. She's cussing you. You know she's cussing you because her mouth's moving and her eyes look mean. And she's cussing you and you know it. But you just keep on going. So you get your things, all your things real nice. You put them in there. You go and you pay for them. They ask for your card. You hand it to them. You pay with cash or credit card. Fifty feet from where you paid are two more short, fat women. (laughs) Can I see your ticket, please? Lady, I just paid for it right there. I'm not stealing anything. Honest, I'm not stealing a thing. I can't even steal anything. And you had to see me go through the aisle and pay for it. I need to see your ticket, please. Do I look like a thief, lady? I'm sorry. I need to touch. I need to see your ticket. Grizz, I have. Grizz, I'm sorry. Here's your ticket. I'm sorry. Now they start touching you. Your food. They pick up the hamburger, move it over to the side. They pick up your cookies, move it over there. They pick your toilet paper up and put it underneath. Grizz, 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 slow down. We got to go. But I had no idea what you're going to talk about. You caught me by surprise, but that was incredible. I appreciate that. Uh, to Shami, awesome. thank you. Grizz, uh, go to uh, asobproductions.com and you can listen to more ranting and raving from the Grizz. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to Facebook also, fishtalkradio.com, and check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Appreciate that. Grizz, thank you very much. That was extremely interesting. Entertaining.